apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Annie Mac Home is an equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 2011-2810. Call for additional details. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finns, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not, they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Welcome to Sports Talk with RMJ. I'm Steve Risser, along here with Justin D'Onofrio. And a big night tonight in the NBA, and it will start with the New York Knicks as they try to get to the second round for the second time in 23 – for only the second time in 23 years. They are up on the Cavs, three games to one. And the big question for the Knicks is, is what do the Knicks have to do to close out this series tonight? And, and, and I'll start with, with, with that. And uh, for me, Bronson has to continue to be great. He has been outstanding in the series. It all started when he hit that huge shot in game one to, to close out that game. And then that three he hit to close out the game in game four. He's been so good for this Knicks team all year and this series. I mean, he's proving that he could be legit. He, if he, the Knicks make a run here, he can be. He's proving he could be. The, he might be able to be the best player on a championship team. He has shocked everyone with the way he has played this year. I mean, they'll, but they'll also they'll also need Barrett to be really good. Barrett, they need Barrett to be how good as he as good as he was in games three and game four. Barrett really stepped up in games three and game four for the Knicks, and uh, th- 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 that's really important too. He's got to play the way he played in game three and game four, and also they got to contain Donovan Mitchell. They did a great job containing Donovan Mitchell in game four. Held him to five of eleven shoot. I mean, uh, only eleven points, five of eighteen shooting. He did not hit a three point shot. They did a great job containing Mitchell in game four. If the Knicks do those three things for me, I think they have a very good chance of closing out tonight. Justin, what do the Knicks got to do to close it out? Yeah, number one for me is keep, continue to keep uh, Donovan Mitchell in check. He, yeah, you know, and I think it's 
because of the lack of three-point shooting that the Cavs have that the Knicks kind of been able to kind of sag off some other guys, throw, you know, a double team or, or that, you know, at Mitchell. Um, and I think that's really helped. You know, they've, they've really struggled to get him, you know, involved. And Thibodeau's just, is that absolutely outcoached um, Bakersaf of Cleveland. It's, you know, Thibodeau's come up with some really good game plans so far. Yeah, number two for me, as well as your second one, was R.J. Barrett. You know, he steps up for the third straight game in a row, um, you know, in game five. You know, hopefully he continues to play well because, yeah, the last couple of games, He's looked like the guy that that the Knicks are were kind of hoping that he would develop into the last few years, being the number three overall pick. And then, and then uh, finally, the defense continues to just set the tone again. You know, the Cavs are not a great three point shooting team, and they've kind of, um, and, and they've really shown the series. And again, they they the Knicks have mucked things up, but that's what Tom Thibodeau likes to do. And they've really have made this series kind of feel like a like a you know. 80s 90s where it's a very low scoring um you know just ugly type of basketball game and the knicks are fine playing that re- way and so gotta continue to, to play that for the knicks as well for them to close up uh cleveland tonight absolutely 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 now the big thing is how does cleveland stay alive in the series number one they got to contain bronson which they've done a hard job of doing but number two donovan mitchell's got to play like a super superstar and he clearly did not play like a superstar in game four 11 points Five of 18 shooting, not hitting a three. You got to do your job. You're, the, the, the Cavs did not trade for you to play the way you did in game four. Donovan Mitchell has got to be better. And look at his track record in the playoffs. It was not great in Utah, and it doesn't look like it's great here. So they're making Donovan Mitchell right now is making the Knicks look smart, not making that trade. Yeah, so far, he had, they have. You know, especially what Jalen Brunson's been able to do, Josh Hart, um, you know, RJ Barrett's looked better the last couple of nights. So, yeah, that's a big one. You know, Mitchell. But I think the Knicks have done a really good job of just kind of denying the basketball. I'm like, he did not get many touches in that second half the other night. Like, the Knicks have done it. Like, the I think part of it's on Mitchell, too. But I think part of it is Cleveland's got to find ways to get him open. You know, they got to run some screens for him. they got to find some ways to get him the basketball. Because the Knicks are making it very tough on him to even get the basketball. And they're making it tough when he has the ball to get anything going. So, some of it's on Cleveland. But I think, you know... The Knicks deserve a lot of credit for the way they've been guarding Donovan Mitchell because, again, they realize that he's the one guy. Garland can beat them too, but Mitchell's like the one guy that could really, really beat them. And the Knicks have done a great job of making sure that that's not going to be the case in the series. Absolutely. And and, and you brought up Garland. And another thing for the Cavs to win tonight, they need Garland, they need Levert to be more consistent. I mean, we know Levert and Garland were great in game two, and Garland was, but Garland was terrible in game three. And, and Gar- but he was great again in game four. The Garland and Levert need to be consistent for the Cavs to to to, uh, to keep the series alive. Yeah, they absolutely have to. You know, they they, they got to because you know, especially Garland, he's got to score score early. Um, you know, because yeah, because especially the way that Nick's been guarding Mitchell, it's been tough for him to get going. Yeah, Levert, Garland, if they can knock down some shots early, maybe that opens some things up for Donovan Mitchell there. So yeah, I'm with you. If they can, if those two guys can get going tonight. Maybe it takes some pressure off Mitchell. Maybe it makes the Knicks pay a little bit more attention to Garland and Levert, which, you know, obviously helps out Don Mitchell get going. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, Knicks trying to close it out tonight. Big game between the Knicks and Cavs. But we're going to shift our attention to the Lakers, and the Lakers are up also up 3-1 in their series. They're up 3-1 on the Grizzlies. And the biggest thing is, what do the Lakers have to do to close it out tonight? Number one, LeBron's going to continue to be great. He bailed out Anthony Davis the other night getting that layup. He bailed Davis out completely. So, Huge play, a huge play by LeBron. Number two, uh, AD needs to be more consistent. 
AD got bailed out the other night. Let's be honest. AD did not have a good game. He was not good in game two either. AD's proving this series why he's not a top 10 player. And LeBron bailed him out in game in uh in in game in game four. So AD has got to be more consistent. And they gotta keep getting contributes. They gotta keep getting contributions from Hachimura, keep getting contributions from Reeves, and keep getting contributions from Russell. If they do that tonight, they got a good chance to advance to the second round. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. You know, one of mine tonight is that it's like you know, for continuing to get scoring off the bench from LeBron, you know, continue to get scoring off the bench from, you know, as you mentioned, Hakamura, um, Beasley, a couple of those guys where it takes that load off of LeBron James and it takes pressure off AD that he doesn't have to be the six. Or yes, you would like him to be that type of guy, but yeah, you know, you, you know, AD has looked good at some at times and at other times he really, he's looked like a shell of himself. So yeah, for Lakers, big to kind of get that, scoring off the bench and i feel like the other one for me is um you know they they got to get a lead early because what the celtics did last night is you gave the team life now especially you gotta go to memphis so if you can take that crowd out of it early and if you can have that killer instinct that will bury your opponent you, you gotta have that in this game i know game six would be back in la but you don't want to give that the, the memphis Grizzlies tonight a second chance in the series. You'd rather bury them tonight and put them away. So I think for the Lakers, it's kind of early on, have that killer instinct. They get ahead, put them away. Now for the Grizzlies to keep the series alive, obviously this is a pretty obvious one. Jaws got to be great, but they got to get more consistency out of their stars. They got to get more consistency out of Bain, Jackson. I know Jackson was really good in game one. I know Bain was really good in game two, but they got to get more consistency from Bain, Jackson, and Brooks. They got to get more consistency from those guys, and their bench has got to be better too. Their bench, that's been an issue in this series. especially. And we knew it was going to be when Adams wasn't going to play, when Brendan Clark wasn't going to play. We knew that was going to be an issue in the series. They got to get more, they definitely got to get more consistency from their bench. Jaws got to be great to keep their season alive. And they got to be, and the, and, and the other four starters got to be more consistent. Yeah, they absolutely do. And I, Dylan Brooks is a big one for me. He's got, oh man, the oh, moment that, he called out LeBron James, he's that not was so stupid. We said, yeah, he's not, he's not into the belt. No, that was so stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. I, I don't know why you'd open your mouth about that. And then he denies, then then he would not uh talk to the press after that game, too. Like, you, you got to answer for that when, when you say he something He didn't talk that to the dumb. press after game three or game four. Yeah, you got to talk. You know, you're going to say something that dumb, but you better answer for it when it goes wrong. But so, like, the big one for me is Dylan Brooks. He's got he's got to show up. You know, he has not. He's gone cold. And then my other one is, too, for it's it's like with Morant, too. He's they got to they got to knock down shots like this Saturday because. The Lakers are going underneath every screen, so they're getting looks. They just have not been able to knock it down. You got to knock down your shots tonight. So, yeah, for for Memphis, you know, Morant and the rest of those guys, they got to be able to knock down shots and knock down shots. Hopefully for them early to get some confidence going. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I still, right now, I know I picked the Grizzlies in seven for the series, but I got the Lakers in six. I don't see LeBron losing three games in a row in this series. No, I don't either. I'm going to say Lakers finish tonight. I, I think oh, wow. the way they've been playing. Wow. I'll say Lakers finish off tonight. They get some well, well deserved, you know, some some rest here for, you know, as they get ready for the uh, King Warrior series or for the winner of that. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. And now we will move on to the Kings Warrior series. And the big question for your Kings is do they have any chance to win the series with a banged up De'Aaron Fox? I hate to say it, but I don't. I don't think so. And I still think we're the better team with the health. Oh, you really? You're saying that? You have I a do. point. You lost that game I by do. one on Sunday with in a game of the Warriors. It yeah. was a must win for the Warriors. Yeah, and we've gone below for below with them. And again, they. I don't know because this was last Wednesday night, and Curry was saying, "Yeah, the Kings are only up two all because of the officials." 
which tells me that they realize that Kings are better than them and that they're spoiled. It's a spoiled organization, <laughs> the spoiled fan base. And most of those fans were probably Kings of San Antonio years ago. So, um, look, you know, Fox was, Fox and Murray were the two guys that showed up. And they, they need Sabonis. Sabonis needs to grow up and stop flopping. Him and Monk, when they go to the rack, stop trying to draw a foul, just finish a layup. I am tired of them falling on the ground. We're not the, we're not getting those calls. We haven't got those calls for four games. It doesn't work. Go up strong, especially Sabonis. He's been playing through injuries all year. That's why you're hurt because you fall every single time. So the Kings, they need it. They they have a chance, but they need Murray to step up as well again tonight. They need Sabonis to play well. You know, I, I we need like 20 and 18 from him tonight. You know, we need something like that. We need an impressive performance from him tonight. Um, and hopefully Monk and Kevin Herter can knock down shots consistently. And David Mitchell, if he can, or Davion Mitchell, if he can kind of, you know, again, keep Curry and somewhat in check, I feel like we have a chance. But that home crowd again tonight, just defend home court. Because I feel like we can win this thing at seven. Like, I, we're not, I don't, you know, I don't think the Warriors could come in our house with a healthy Fox and beat us. You know, again, without, you know, I don't know how healthy he is because I don't know how you shoot with that splint on. But look. I think we still have a chance tonight. I do. It's going to be tough, but I, I think that home crowd gives them the, the the edge tonight. I don't think so. I know the Warriors have been absolutely terrible on the road this year, but without a healthy De'Aaron Fox, I don't think they have a chance of winning this game. Honestly, I don't. Think, I think they have a small chance, but I definitely think the Warriors are going to win this game, and I think they're going to close it out in six. I think the Warriors are going to close this game out in six. You know, I think the Kings' immaturity uh, showed up a little bit in that game against the Warriors. They, they were a young team that couldn't close out. They couldn't, you know, win a close game in Game Four. And I think, I think, I just don't think that the uh, that the Warriors are going to lose the next two. I think the Warriors are going to advance on to the second round and play the Lakers. I, I just don't see the Kings, especially with a banged up Fox. You say even Fox is healthy. I just don't think they win Game Six in San Francisco. Yeah, I, I. I I, I wonder now, because now that we know Fox is hurt, he was probably the one that was supposed to take that. If he's healthy, I wonder if Fox takes that shot and he hits it instead of yeah. Harrison Barnes. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder, and I think Fox knocks that down. So, like, what I'm worried about too tonight is, look, Draymond kind of started guarding him, and I'm worried. We all know Draymond. Let's be honest. He's going to go after that finger. He's going to try to knock him out of the game. Yeah. Like, let, let's let's be honest. And that's what yeah. I'm worried about. And I hope the Kings respond to that. If if that <laughs> does happen, I hope we. I hope there's a response because I will. They, you know, I hope they. You know, I hope they are intimidated by that. But look, you know, I think the Kings win the thing is up. I I still believe it. But if not, I can't believe I'm saying this. But go Lakers. That's how much I. Hate oh really? Really? I wow! Hate the wow! Wow! That much. Yeah, that's, I, that's that, that, those Curry comments about the officials in the first two games, which it was horrendous both ways. Like that. That's not the reason why the Kings were up to it. it it's not. That I. I that's why I, I hope the Lakers sweep them if it happens. Wow, wow. That takes a lot that, for a Lakers yeah. fan to, to – to Kings fan to root for the Lakers after what the Lakers yeah. did to them in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. So, that 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 yeah, that that's why I, I want the series bad. I want to kind of prove it that uh, the ugly stepchild in the NBA could, can kind of beat the Kings for the – or beat, beat the – beat the – beat the – I guess beat the top – the you know, the word been the Kings of the NBA the last decade. It would be, be awesome to see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we got another big series. We got the Heat, surprisingly, the Heat up on the number one seeded Bucks, three games to one. And uh, the big question is for Milwaukee: What do they got to do to get to, to stay alive tonight? And I think the biggest thing is 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 obviously Giannis has to be great, but they need to get more out of Holiday and Middleton. 
I think if they get more out of Holiday and Middleton and Giannis is great, I think they're gonna. They're, I think they're. I think they're gonna survive tonight. But but the but the thing is, is that uh, I I just I, I just think that uh, Jimmy Butler has just been so really really good for, for the Heat in the series. I think another thing they do is contain Butler, but that's so easier said than done. He had 56 points last game. He's been phenomenal. Playoff Jimmy, he's been phenomenal. Spo, and you mentioned it the other the other day. Spo is completely outcoached uh, like Bootenholzer in this series. And uh, and I, but but if they want if the key, if the Bucks want to keep their season alive, they got to contain Butler and they need Middleton and Holiday to step up. Yeah, Butler. Look, and Butler was officially at 29 shots. He still scored 56 points. That's the crazy thing. It's not like he took 50 shots. He took 29. I I don't yeah like Spolter is just I said he's absolutely had Boonholzer in his pocket. I think we've talked about this. If the Nets did not get banged, if Kyrie and Harden did not get hurt in that um championship series a couple years ago, the the Bucks don't have that championship. There's just you know the Bucks kind of got a little bit lucky that year. And I know you need the luck, but let's be honest with Boonholzer, their coach, they don't they're that that's a team that ain't going to the finals anytime soon. Just not. Um, wow! Well, that's a strong statement. It's a strong statement to say that. I mean, even uh, even with uh, that's a with strong the Celtics statement to say right now. I know, I know the Celtics I know, I know, blew their opportunity last night. Yeah, but they still have the best player in the sport. They do. I I, I do. All right, maybe not zero chance, but it's not a strong chance. I don't. It. it you know, I, I so I shouldn't say like a zero percent chance, but it's a very. I'll give them like you know maybe fifteen. To, 10 to 15 percent chance like i don't think it's a very high chance i mean this miami team was not good all year and they've been the better team the first four games and and I, you know i'm like the heat have not shot the ball well all all year and they've come in the series and they've shooting lights out i know some of that is luck but the books don't guard the three ball at all like they're you know when you let professional you know basketball players get wide open threes they're gonna hit them you know like some of it's on the bucks but yeah some of it's kind of been some luck with the Heat, but look, they just don't got the three-point line. I'm like, Tyler Hero's out too. You know, like, and there's still a 3-1. I know Giannis is banged up, but yeah, look, I I, I think the Bucks win tonight, but I think the Heat close out in six. I don't see Eric Spolstrom losing this series to Boonholzer. I just don't. Yeah, I just... Uh, it's going to be tough to go against playoff Jimmy, but I do think Giannis is going to take over, and I think the Bucks come back and they win the series. I, I I really really do. I think the Bucks come back and win the series. So if I if I'm if I'm the Heat, I wouldn't let them win tonight. And I think the biggest thing for the I think the biggest thing for the Heat tonight is have Butler be great and have other guys around Jimmy Butler step up, like Strauss, like like uh like like their bench play well, like it did in Game Three, and like and Bam, other guys around uh, Butler. If the other guys like around Butler step up, I think they got a really good chance to win. But Ultimately, I think Giannis doesn't lose this series. I think Giannis comes back to win. But this is going to hurt the Bucks down the road. They could lose to a team like the Knicks, and they could and they, and they could have a very chance. Good, they could have a tough. They're going to be in for a tough series against the Celtics and Sixers, especially if Embiid's healthy. Yeah, yeah, especially this. this that, that definitely will hurt them on the line that they're going to have to go seven here in the first round. And yeah, you know, you mentioned guys stepping up. Kel Martin, what had Kel Martin at twelve? He's averaged double figures. You know, this whole series, like he's. He's been playing well, you know, like if he's a guy that can knock them a couple shots and yeah, keep the pressure off of Jimmy Butler. I, I like the, I like the heat chances. Yeah. I think the Bucks kind of win tonight. I think they'll find a way tonight, but I don't think they get past. I, I don't, I think Miami goes down back home in game six and finishes them off. I, I think Butler, Butler's not losing the series. The way he's playing, he ain't, he ain't losing the series. I know Giannis is the best player in the world, but I know he's banged up. I just, you know, the, 
you know, but the Heat, I mean, yeah, the Heat have been able to kind of keep him in check a bit. And I know because it's somewhat, you know, for I know game four, you know, he, he played pretty well, but I, I just I don't see Spolcher losing a series to Eric Spolcher. I, I, I don't see Spolcher losing a Boonhauser. I just I, I don't I again can you send a double team at Butler or something? I know that's the problem. It, yeah, yeah, I know that's the problem. But I think eventually they're gonna make adjustments. And and I know I could very easily see the Heat winning the series, but I just I think Giannis is gonna go off. I think Giannis is gonna take over take over this series, and I think I think the Bucks are gonna come back. I think they're going to get. I might some you might be crazy, but I do think the, I might be crazy saying this, but I do think the Bucks are gonna come back and win this in seven. I'm like the the Bucks have the talent to do it. I just don't see it. I just don't like their defense right now. It, you know, I just I think they put themselves in they dug themselves in too big of a hole, and I just the Heat organization again. You, I know the Heat didn't have a great year, but this was a game, team that took Boston the seven games last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they lost by a possession. Like this is a still yeah, a it's a, it's a, it's a great it's a great it's a great organization. It's a great organization. Yeah. But I just yeah. think Giannis is going to take over. Now I could be wrong, and Butler could win, and he could go on. A, like I said the other night, he could go on a run like the '99 Knicks did when they were yeah. the eight seed. I could very easily see that coming. So it, it's going to be really interesting. But I just don't think Giannis is is going to lose this series. I think Giannis is going. to – I know the Bucks are down right now, but I still think Giannis is going to figure out a way to win this series. Yeah. Well, I got to see him be more aggressive. You know, like I, I know he can do it, but let, let's see it. Bam, Bam's a pretty good defender. We've seen Bam in the past kind of do a good job against him. But yeah, like. Well, I know he's won a final, but hey, let let's see what happens now that you got all this adversity on your on your shoulders. And you know that crowd tonight's gonna be a very tense crowd. They better not fall behind early because if they fall behind early, that's you know I'm not saying booze, but that 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 fan base is gonna lose interest and not you know it's gonna be a very quiet place in that building tonight. They go down early. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So Trey Young kept the Hawks season alive, and we got a matchup, a great matchup set in the West for the second round. But before we talk about that, we're going to hear from our friends at JPEG Financial and Shamrock Home Inspections. Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEG's Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. There's no bigger investment than There's no bigger investment than home ownership. And to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person. 
all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com. So last night, Trey Young was outstanding for the Hawks. 38 points, 13 assists, led had that huge three-pointer at the end, kept their season alive, and they're going back to the ATL for a game six. And uh, the big question is, is Justin, what do the what do the Hawks have to do to extend the series to seven? I think they need Trey Young to continue to be great, and uh, they they also uh, they, they also uh, need other guys to step up around Trey Young. If those things happen, I will be shocked if we see Game Seven on Sunday in Boston. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you. Trey Young's or, 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 or Saturday, Saturday night in Boston. That's my bad there. Yeah, um, yeah. If Trey Young can hit knockdown shots, because the Celtics have kept them in check there till. Because I, I left work with like eight minutes left, and the Celtics were up eleven, and I was very slow when I got home, and I, I saw the Hawks came back and beat them. Um, you know, like they, the Celtics done a great job keeping them in check until the fourth quarter there last night. Um, and you know, because he, 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 Trey Young kind of struggled in elimination games, but you know, last, last night fourth quarter, the performance he put on was unbelievable. Um, you know, yeah, and if they get guys, Sadiq Bay had a pretty good night. Um, you know, Bogdan Bogdanovich played pretty well as well. DeAndre Hunter, I know he had 13, but um, he had 27 the other day in game five or in game four, I mean. So, yeah, if the Hawks can get guys to step up, this team could score. Like, the Hawks have enough offense to keep up. The problem is could they get enough stops? Last night didn't matter. They found a way to outscore the, the Celtics. But, um, you know, Jason Tatum did not have a great closeout game. But, look, you know, I mentioned it with talking about the Lakers. You can't give a team – especially a young Hawks team like this, you can't give them life. And yeah, you, now you just did. And now you're, you're playing with some fire now. Yeah. And, and you talked about Jason Tatum. He was not good last night, but also, but also the Celtics. I mean, a 13 point lead with eight and a half to go. You got to close that out. You got to close that out. And that, 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 and that's, and that doesn't, and that doesn't give me confidence with the Celtics going forward. I'm telling you, look at, you know what team that's in good shape right now? If Embiid's healthy is the Sixers. Sixers. Cause you see the Celtics struggling, the, the, the Hawks, the, uh, the Bucks facing elimination. The Sixers yeah. are definitely sitting pretty right now if Embiid's healthy. And for, and for the Celtics to close this thing out on uh, on, on, on Thursday night, Tatum has got to be better. Tatum and Brown got to be like they did in game four. And Marcus Smart's got to be better. He can't be getting stupid technical fouls. He can't have a stupid foul there. He's got to be smarter. In the, smart. He's got to be smarter in those situations. He's got to be. And and and, yeah. and, 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 and Joe Mazzula, you cannot allow your team to blow a 13-point lead. That's why, honestly – I'm hype even leaning towards picking the Sixers if they play. If Embiid's healthy and they play, it's hard for me to pick the Sixers against the Celtics. But it's a very it's, it's a toss up if they play right now. Yeah, it is. And like the thing too with the Celtics, it, this thing if the Celtics won last night, the the it, that series with Sixers going to start Saturday. Embiid's not wouldn't going to be totally healthy. Like you no, could have gotten. That, that's why that was bat, a really man. big loss. That's why it's a big loss. Yep. Big loss last night. Yep, you could have played a game without a healthy Embiid. Yep. Yep. So, you know, that that's that's where I do worry a little about about the Celtics. I'll be honest, I still can't take the Sixers totally seriously with Doc and like the last couple of years away of things gone there in the playoffs. Like I hear you like the Sixers have been beat healthy, you know, if you can get something on Harden and, and Baxi's played really well, I, I I could see the Sixers knocking off. I still have a little bit of trouble believing 
in that Sixers team. But it, 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 it the way the Celtics played last night, yes, that series got it's going to get a little bit more interesting now. Um, but yeah, going back to how Boston closes out, yeah, Tatum, Tatum's got to knock down a couple more shots defensively. You got to get back the way you're guarding Trey Young originally. They're you know all over him the first couple games. You know, even up to like that fourth quarter, I felt like they did a pretty good job against him. But he had a couple deep threes there. Again, you know, and it's probably like that. I think you got to, you know, um, you got to give him like the the 94 feet kind of defending him. So, because he's a guy that can knock down a shot from 35 feet. But yeah, for the Celtics got to kind of contain, go back to containing that Trey Young. And again, hopefully they'll be able to uh, close it out in game in game six. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But, it, uh, but I'm telling you, I, it, it does not look, it does not, I mean, it, it does not look great for the Celtics going forward, seeing that they can't hold a lead like that in a game they should win. But I do think they close it out in six. Yeah, I'm with you. I think they bounce back. I think they close it out. I think they got, you know, a little bit more talent to the Hawks and they'll, they'll find a way to, to finish them off there in game six. Alrighty, alrighty. We'll see what happens there. Now we got a big series in the West in the next round between the Suns and the Nuggets. I mean, the, the, the both teams have star power on both sides. On the Sun side, you got KD, Booker, Aiton, and CP3. On the Nuggets side, you got a uh, Jokic. And now this postseason, which has made a difference, he's playing with Jamal Murray being healthy, and he's playing with Michael Porter Jr. And I think this is going to be a great series. It's going to come right down to the end. I think it's going seven. I think this series is going seven. And I got the Suns winning it in a, in really, in a close one because I just think the Suns have a little bit more talent than the Nuggets, but this is going to be a really – this is going at least six. It's going six or seven guaranteed. Yeah. I Right now I got the Suns in six. I think they closed it out in home court advantage or, you know, in, in game six on the home floor. But, yeah, it's going to be a fun series, you know. Um, I worry the, – the, the worry I have for the Suns going in is the Clippers kept – because Clippers made that series without Kawhi and Paul George, like that—that's my worry. You know, is where I mean, the, the Suns Nuggets won the, I know worry. the games were competitive, but the Suns won the games, though. I know they—I know they won, but those things I thought were a little bit closer than they should be. You know, like that—that's my one worry. It, it, the Nuggets have a have more depth right now than the Clippers. Um, you know, I, I know they—I know they the Suns can put up points, but I just—I just worry about the Suns' depth too. You know, I know we talked about that last week. You know, where are you getting production off that bench? You know, there's not many. I know um, um, Joshua Kuja had 11 last night. Like, that's that's nice. But, again, you know, I know Booker at 47. But I think in, in this series against Nuggets, they, they have some more um, – they have a little bit more depth. A couple of those guys get in foul trouble. You could be, you know, you know, in a game or two, it could get a little dicey for them. Yeah, the Suns bench has got to be better than they were, especially, especially in the road games because they could barely – if they don't – play well in the road games. I think they could lose the road game. So the Suns got to get more off their bench than they did in the first round. Yeah. Especially, especially too, because up in Denver, the altitude, you know, again, you know, you, you're kind of maybe relying on a couple of those guys to play 40 minutes a night. You know, Paul's an older guy. I know Durant's getting up there in age, you know, being that altitude's a little bit tougher to play, you know, a little bit over 40 minutes and, you know, it, it you know, just kind of throwing it out there maybe, but so, I think, you know, for the, um, you know, that, that could maybe make a little bit of difference. But, look, you know, I think the Suns have more talent than them. But I think the Nuggets, yeah, will give them a series. I think it's going to be a hard-fought series. You mentioned there's a ton of stars. Um, you know, it would be, would be awesome to see the Nuggets kind of get to the conference final there and get another step closer to hopefully final for Joe Kick. But, yeah, it's been nice to see him around, you know, Murray. And Porter didn't have a great game last night, but guys stepped up around him and, you know, they found a way to kind of hold off the T-Wolves there. 
And this leads me to my next point. Who needs this series more, uh, KD or Jokic, for their legacy? Who needs to make a run this year more for their legacy? I think both are under a lot of pressure. First with KD. Yeah, KD has two championships, but there are two championships on Steph Curry's team. And for Jokic, it's really been five years since he's been a top player in the league. And, and he's not been able to get to the finals. 2019, lost in game seven to the Blazers. 2020, in the bubble. Helped pull that huge upset against the Clippers, but then lost to lost in the, fir, in the first round to the uh, – they, they, they lost in the first round to the uh, – no, no, lost in the conference finals to the Lakers. 2021, uh, did win in the first round against the Blazers. But they lost. Uh, they lost. They got swept. They got swept out of the playoffs by the Suns. And then last year, without Murray and Porter Jr., they lost in five to the Warriors. So I think for for, for me, I think it's Jokic. You know, I know you could argue both players, but it's Jokic. Jokic has got to make a deep playoff one run if he wants to justify being one of the top players in the league. All the top players in the NBA usually get to the NBA Finals and win championships. This is Jokic's. This is a wide open Western Conference, and even you can argue a wide open NBA this year. This is Jokic's year to lead the Nuggets to a championship. That's why he has he has more pressure on him than KD. Yeah, for me, I'm gonna go Durant because nobody really, and I know because I think Jokic, yeah, it'd be awesome to see him get there. I know he hasn't gotten there before, but he's playing on Denver. You always hear people kind of Durant with the Warriors and all that. Like I think because Jokic plays at Denver, and I think there's a little bit less of a hey, you know, he's got to get to the finals. It's just like he's doing a great job with Denver. You know, he's made him a contender. You know, I do agree. Like, I think one of these years he has to get in the finals. But, like, I think if KD fails with this team and they don't get there, there's going to be so much kind of backlash on KD of, hey, you know, with him, Paul, Booker, and how does he not get to the finals? You know, and I know the Nuggets have stars too, and they're the one seed, and they were one of the best teams during the season. But I think for Durant, and right now with the 12 and one kind of when he's been in there playing um, since he joins the Thunder or the Suns, I, I think for Durant, you know, for what happened in Brooklyn, for kind of joining the Warriors, but that kind of being more of Curry's team, kind of joining them. I think there's, I think there's pressure that Durant's got to find a way to win. And he's kind of got to be the guy on that team for kind of his legacy. Again, you know, is it totally fair? No, because he's one of the, greatest players in the world um but i you know but there's been that kind of stigma on him but look i so i think that's why there's a little bit more pressure on him than there would be Jokic. i get your point completely i get your point yeah durant i mean when he won his two championships he joined steph curry's team i get your point and he joined a team that was the best at the best they, yeah when he joined the warriors they won See, they, they won 73 games, and he won two championships, but a lot of critics are saying he joined a great team. Now he joined the team with the best record in the NBA last year and the team they went to the finals two years ago. So I get your point with KD, but those two championships are still there. And you could argue he was even the best player. I mean, I know he joined Steph Curry's team, and they won a championship after it, but you could argue he was, he was the finals MVP twice. Jokic has not gotten to the NBA finals. And this is a major opportunity for Jokic to get there. And if he loses this series, there's going to be a lot of talk. Can Jokic win when it counts? Can Jokic win when it counts? That's why I think it's very close. But I still say, I still give the, I still think Jokic has a little bit more pressure on him than Durant. Yeah, no, I, I, and I get your point. Yeah, with Jokic. I just feel like because he plays at Denver, because of what he's doing, it's not as widely, people don't widely, you know, criticize him for not getting the team the finals and i feel like more people do for durant because of everything he's kind of you know 
for for the Warriors and all that. And and even when he's like OKC, they got so close and he just could not get over the hump. You know, like maybe it's one of those things with Jokic too. Like, you know, playing a small market team, he could go to a big market and go win there. You know, and, and go find a way there. And yeah, he kind of take that route. He hasn't, but yeah, and I, I could see why there's more pressure on Jokic to kind of have to, especially in this year as you mentioned. Yeah, it is so wide open this year. Um, you know, for anybody to win it, we've seen it that there was only one sweep. Usually there's like four sweeps in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Um, but I feel like too with Durant, like the West right now is also so wide open. Again, you know, with it's kind of the same thing with the you know, for the Suns. Um, you know, that the Warriors are kind of had a down year. You know, like the Nuggets are the one seed, but you know, nobody like I feel like nobody expect you know, I feel like people not, you know, I feel like everybody's kind of predicting two for the Suns to win this thing and not the Nuggets. I feel like everybody's like, okay, the Nuggets have been a cute story yet again, but do we really think they can get to the finals? And I feel like too, everybody now that when he joined when Durant joined the Suns, it was like, okay, the Suns are the favorite to win the finals now. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, exactly, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I think there's more pressure on Jokic. You see, you think there's more pressure on KD. We'll see what happens in that series. It should be very, very interesting to see what happens in that series. But we're gonna wrap up the show talking about a little bit of hockey and what the hell is going on with the Rangers. They had a two-zero lead against the Devils, a team they are definitely more talented than. I know the Devils had a better record during the regular season, but the Rangers definitely have more talent. They did not go out and get Patrick Kane. They did not go out and get Tarasenko to score two goals in two games at the Garden. I mean, I. Listen, I still think the Rangers have the edge, but it's starting to scare me. And 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 I'm starting to lose faith in this team winning a Stanley Cup because they're gonna. This is a series I thought should have been over in five games, four or five games. This series should have been over after watching the first two games. They won both games five to one. They outscored the Devils ten to two. Then they come home and they lose both their games. It just it just look. This is typical Rangers. This t- back in the old days they used to do this, and now they're doing it. And now they're doing it this year. Yep, and they made that rookie little kind of look like the next uh, Marty Berdour, which that's, gives Rangers a lot of nightmares. Um, he looked pretty good. But, like, the Devils want to play that. They, they were playing the Rangers game of kind of – and that's what the Devils want, you know, like to do is kind of play that wide open hockey, you know, long passes, kind of get on, you know, on the rush. But the Devils have kind of mucked it up and kind of said, every time the Rangers enter the, the Devils zone, there's two guys in the puck, you know. The Rangers just can't find anything. They can't. It, like the Rangers power play, what? It started like five for eight in the first two games. And they had, you know, they're old for since. Like they have not, you know, credit for tipping goals. Like they, they can't get in front of the net. Um, the Devils have done a great job defensively. Cause again, the Devils know they're not winning the sh- uh, shootout like five, four against the Rangers. They know they're going to have to win two to one. And they've done a great job of doing that, you know, and, and they capitalized on a couple of mistakes the other night. You know, Jack Hughes has, has, you know, I, he's one of the better young players in the game. And, you know, again, Monday night was a pathetic effort. It was, it was absolutely, oh, yeah. their absolutely top horrible. line was absolutely yeah. terrible. That's an inexcusable loss. Yeah. Yeah. The top line was, you know, it, that was pathetic. You know, Zabanajan, Panarin, and uh, Kane, they were, they were awful. You know, the kid line played all right. And I liked how Gallant tried to start with them to try to get that burst, but it just didn't work. So, Look for the Rangers. Yeah, you, you got to make adjust. I thought Galant the first two games out coached uh, Ruff. Now Ruff, Ruff's made the adjustments, and now it's back to Galant to, to to make his adjustments. And you know, let's see. And I know home ice doesn't matter, you know, as much as it does in the other sports. And I know you're gonna have like I the you know there's a great Ranger fan base in New Jersey the first first two games. I expect it there tomorrow night. But 
yeah, you better, uh, you know, they, they better wake it up. I thought it was going to go six. I still think it goes six. But, yeah, I'm starting to get a little worried. Now, the Hurricanes kind of blew their opportunity last night to kind That's of close the thing. it out they're, as they're, well. They're, they're oh, lucky yeah. the Hurricanes lost that game at home to the Islanders. They're yeah. lucky about that because the Hurricanes would have had a ton of – would have had a lot of rest uh, playing, the, playing that rematch against the Rangers. But now they're not going to be rested either. So – yeah, that, that, that definitely, that definitely, that rare night Ranger fans rooting for the Ranger and Ranger fans rooting for the Islanders, but they definitely helped the Rangers last night. They definitely did. So that 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 helps. both. yeah, you know the Bruins will look better. So yeah, look, they got to take care of the Devils first. You know, it's gonna be tough. It's a young, you know, like I think the Rangers, Devils, and Canes all finished. Um, you know, like the the Rangers finished five points back of the Devils, one of you know six of the Hurricanes. Like it was a very competitive division. All three teams are really have a ton of talent but yeah they got to finish now hopefully they can find a way but yeah it's a little nerve-wracking now because you know they they really could have put them away and you gave a young team like the devils a lot of confidence and hope now going home yeah they gave a team that i can name three players on. i think palat because he played on tampa last year yep. dougie hamilton was a former bruin and obviously jack hughes and the team i can name three players on confidence it's it really can't happen you didn't go out and get kane and tarasenko to go to six or to go to seven games with this team that's not the no. point. You got you got Kane and Tarasenko to compete with the Bruins, and the way things are going right now, if you play the Bruins in the conference finals, you're probably not you're not probably not going to get out of the fifth game. You're probably going to lose no. in five max. No, yeah, no, right now, no, you know. And Bergeron, I think, is going back with the Bruins tonight. So that that you know, they there's another one of their top guys going to be back in the lineup tonight. So yeah, for the for the Rangers, yeah, you, you did not get Tarasenko Kane to go out here and not play well. You know, like Kane. Played well game in two, but game one he was horrible. The last couple of games he's had some bad turnovers. I know he's not the same guy. He's 34, I believe. Tarasenko, I know he's getting up there in age, but yeah, you need those two to to play well and be kind of the leader because those those two guys, Goodrow, are the three guys I believe that have won a cup. I don't think anybody else in the roster has won a Stanley Cup. Those are the three guys you need in that locker room to help you out and get over the hump. That's what the team wanted to do. You know, Igor, I think, played pretty well in the series still. You know, um, but look, yeah, you gotta you gotta find a way to beat this Devils team. They got a lot of good young talent. It's a team on the rise. They've been in rebuild here for a while. It's been you know six, seven years since they've really gotten it going. But look, you know, the young feisty team, and uh, yeah, the Rangers. The Rangers have more talent than them. They got to put them away here, and, or you know, go up here three games or two, going back to the Garden. Hopefully. I can't see them losing three straight games at, at the Garden. I just I can't see it in the playoffs. No, I, I still they usually the Ra- play so well there. Oh, absolutely. And they lost two games there. That's what, that was a shocking thing. You thought, you know, 2-0, they're going to win this series. They're going to sweep the Devils. Now they're, yeah. they're going to have to work to win this series. I still think they win it in six, but it's definitely a much tougher series than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, same here. I thought the Rangers would kind of, you know, would, would you know open the door for them. But, yeah, I didn't think I'd be this worried going into game five like I am right now. So, I was hoping it'd be three one going into New Jersey, not two two. But yeah, I think the Rangers put this thing away in six. But they, yeah, they they got to play a lot better tomorrow night, and maybe the extra day off helps them here with some of those older guys. But yeah, they they got to uh, they they got to find a way here to win Game Five. That they, they absolutely have to. They got more talent than this team. They got to make the right adjustments, and they got to you know. To break that kind of pressure there, you got to get some odd man rushes. You got to get some three on two, two on ones. They have not gotten much of those the last two games. 
Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So we'll wrap up talking about another game five between the Panthers and Bruins tonight. And I think the Bruins do what the Celtics didn't do last night. I think they close them out. I think the Bruins are just in great shape. I think they're in great shape to make a cup run. I very easily could see the Bruins winning the Stanley Cup. And they're they're, unlike the Rangers, they're in just such good position. And they got a team that's putting themselves in good position, too, with the Maple Leafs. I think the winner of that Bruins-Maple Leafs series wins the cup. I I think it wins the whole thing, honestly. Really? I can see it that the abs have not looked impressive either so far. You know, I kind of down on the on the abs. I, I could see it. I gotta see the I gotta see the Maple Leafs put a put a series away. I know they're in great shape, but I, I have to see the Maple Leafs close out the uh close out the lightning because that's that's been something that's haunting them here for the last handful of years that they cannot close out a series. But look, yeah, Toronto with the talent they have in Matthews, Nylander, um Barner, you know, they, they, they got, um, they got so much talent that, yeah, back end worries me. The goaltending is not great, but yeah, I could, the Maple Leafs can find a way to somehow upset the Bruins. I could see them going on a run, especially the way the Hurricanes looked the first couple of games against the Island. Uh, you know, they looked like a team that could make a run. I didn't like the way they played last night, but yeah, you know, it, that Bruins Toronto series could get very interesting, but yeah, I'm with you. I think the Bruins put away tonight. I mentioned Bergeron's coming back tonight, or he should be back tonight. Um, this is just this Bruins team's just you know this Bruins team's played well all year. They're a wagon. Yeah, they, they're a wagon. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. That again, I I said it last. I don't know. I did not think this team was was going to be this good this year. I don't think anybody did. It's impressive the run that they've been on. Um, yeah, they close it out. They make sure they 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 do what yeah they do what the Celtics did last you know didn't do last night and they don't they don't put another scare into that that Boston fan base that I I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. I don't think they do either. I think they close the series out tonight. But that's going to wrap it up on Sports Talk with RJ. For Justin Afrio, I'm Steve Risser. We will be back next week talking about the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, the Yankees and Red Sox, and uh, the Kentucky Derby. Have a, have a great weekend, everyone. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is his availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this. They lob it to me. Taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three. He's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the poles, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not. They're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. Hello, my name is Joe I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Beak, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.